Hey, you're listening to Evergreen, a storytelling podcast. My name is Mitchell, and I'm a journalist, and this here's Caleb. And I'm an audio engineer. Here at Evergreen, our listeners choose the prompts, our guests write the stories, and then we bring them to life. This week, though, I'm also your storyteller, and my topics were Small's Beautiful, A Fool's Errand, and No, Put That Down. And make sure you stick around afterwards as we discuss Mitch's story and how it all came together. I guess there's no use playing off any longer. Let's take the plunge into my own story, Old Blood, New Tricks. doorknob, pulling the giant door open, revealing a grand staircase. These marvels are becoming so commonplace, but he knows this may be the last time he gets to gaze upon his master's abode. He whispers a profanity to himself and slowly begins to head inwards and upwards. His master will be waiting for him in his study. The master already knows he's failed him. The master knows everything. The master knows when each one of his servants has breathed their last. The candles seem to dim around him as he crosses the foyer and takes his first step onto the velvet-covered staircase. The bright red candles turn to a dim orange and yellow. A sunset is in the distance through the windows, and there's a sunset inside as he walks to his doom. There is no one else tonight within these grand castle halls. The master has always had too much respect for ceremony. As his boot crests the top of the stairway, lightning strikes outside the castle and illuminates the grand entryway. Lightning, even without a storm. Apprehension tightens his chest like a vice. The master dwells just beyond the door. He places his hand gingerly upon the wood. Suddenly, the door slams open, almost splitting off its hinges. And there the master stands. Tall and upright, the master's hand gracefully sits upon the top of his gnarled, gilded armchair. A long coat, black as the night itself, hangs down past his knees. Finely tailored clothes make clear his status. And the eyes, blood red, not with anger, but with malevolence and bloodlust. There is no emotion coming off of the master, only solitude. The master simply nods as the man walks slowly to the carpet in the middle of the room and drops to one knee. Droy that meddlesome adventurer to keep them from interfering in the master's plans. But all his plans had failed and now the master's plans were in jeopardy. The master's whispers touched the back of his ear. He was speaking to him, but he didn't hear a word the master was saying. Was it fear or awe? Or perhaps a mixture of both. The truest horror. He had tried everything, but it had been a fool's errand to send him. He was doomed from the beginning. And he knew this. He could hear the displeasure in his master's voice. One single sentence did make its way through to his ears. 
piercings, like relentless daggers dug deep into the side of his neck. Like a crescendo of carnage, the light in his whole body collapsed to the floor. The world grew dark around him. Shades of red began to cloud his vision as his fingers gripped the soft carpet beneath. But then, the last words of the Master changed everything. Maybe if I were to turn you... Perhaps you would be the first Cretan to ever make up for their blunders. The new vampire's eyes snapped open. It lay in a pool of its own blood, and it looked down at its new, pale hands. A small puddle of it rested just between its palms, and I heard its own mind scream out. No. Put that down. The vampire watched the blood spill between its fingertips and onto the velvet carpet of the master's study. It would not fail him again. I just love, like, you know, in like any like old 80s or 90s action movie where the henchman goes back to the supervillain. Yeah, their head is down and they're like, oh crap. Like, you know, the minute the scene starts, he's dead. Yeah, yeah. He's going to kill the henchman. Or, or he's going to kill another henchman to make you think he's going to kill the first henchman. I just, I love those scenes. So I wanted to write one from the perspective of the henchman. And that was kind of, that was the idea here. Well, I really liked it. Thanks, everybody, for uh, still listening, despite the story being a little shorter than usual. Um, I am, after all, getting married, and so we are keeping the stories and a little bit... And those wedding bells are just getting closer and closer, aren't uh, they? Yeah, well, we're, we're keeping the stories a little bit on the shorter end right now, <laughs> just so I can get everything done. Planning a wedding is a lot of work. Um, but anyway, uh, I really liked this story, and I want to move forward to the next story, so... We're going to do another story? We are going to be doing another story. Actually... Let's roll the topics for it really quick. I have to do this. Okay. Uh, roll, roll away. Okay. Hold on. Uh, 150. That is a rabbit's foot. Perfect. Uh, nice. I like that so much. Um, slippers. Beautiful. It's been there for a while, man. 204. <laughs> All right. Let me see. Uh, scrolling. That is... Her favorite alcohol. Beautiful. Her favorite alcohol. Her favorite alcohol. That has a lot in it. That holds a lot that of... That holds a lot. That decides a story. I think it's going to be about a rabbit who um, breaks into a house and okay. steals... All right. Uh, is this going to be your story? You're going to write this one, Caleb? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, no, the not. point is, uh, <laughs> you guys can find us on social media. Uh, we're Evergreencast. Our Instagram is that. Our Twitter is that. Our website is evergreencast.com. Branding. Uh, so we got it. You, you know what? We really could use um, 
more topics, we could use more storytellers. We want everybody to be able to tell a story. Yeah, everybody, all seven billion of you. Yeah, we- Every we, single we, one of you. <laughs> what a stupid thing for me to say. No, every single person. And <laughs> We want all, more people. We want more people to be able to tell stories. You can all apply to tell a story on the website. We actually have a whole place for it. It's really easy. You fill out your name, a little email, a little like, hey, I want to tell a story, and you apply send it away. such a fun word for that, apply. You can, you can apply. You can it's, appeal to tell a story. <laughs> we, I can promise you there's exactly 101.4 chance we will say yes. Yeah. One, yeah. Well, yep. there's a, actually, I would say. Hey, I was a humanities major. There's a 99% chance we'll say yes. Oh, anyway, <laughs> the point is, thank you guys for listening. It is fun, as always, to do episodes of Evergreen. Uh, I can't wait to get back <laughs> into the normal cycle of things. Um, yeah, because nothing about your life changes after you get married. Everything goes back to exactly the way it was. There's no phase coming, no change. It's going to be all this, it's going to be exactly the same, Caleb. You scared yet? No? Oh, he left. Oh, there he goes. And he's gone. All right, guys. Well, this is um, this has been Evergreen. Hope you enjoyed it. Hey, guys. See you in the next one. So this is a pretty cool little voice effect that I found out how to do. It's actually kind of interesting. You double the vocal track and then you reverse one of them and then you add reverb to it um, and then you reverse it again. So the reverb is actually backwards. So it's two tracks of vocals that has a reversed reverb. It's very interesting. And then I depitched, uh, I detuned them so they're not in the same pitch so it comes off as a little bit more eerie than normal.